Check, check, check. One, two, one to the two, one to the two, 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 two. Hey, right. Scotty, what's up? I'm coming back. Oh, got a toot. Hold on. The audio fun bag is brought to you by your business name right here. Seriously, it could all be yours. And now, we kick it. Do you think <sighs> you have it in you? We're experimenting. To murder somebody? No. I can see that I would have in me the need for vengeance if you were to do no, such no, a no, thing. No, 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 no. But not just outright cold blooded murder. No. I think I could. Well, if you did it to someone randomly, you would probably get away with it. No, 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 it's not the getaway part. Like, I'm talking about the actual act itself. Is this something inspired by the fact that it's coming up on Valentine's Day and there's some people that you just don't want to deal with? No. I'm just saying if your wife goes missing, no. this is not going to be very helpful for you. No, chapter, I know not to kill her. Chapter 8 of the audio fun bag, or chapter 9. She's my little money tree. That's very true. What are we on? Are we on 8 or 9 at this We're point? We're on 9. Oh. All right, chapter 9. Can we do this off the top? What's up? Uh, Subscribe. Yes, what? subscribe. You go to iTunes. Uh-huh. Just click on audio fun bag. And uh, you'll see all of our good stuff there. And it'll download for you every week. You can also go on iTunes to or Spotify. Uh, or Spotify or Omni. What are we on? Omni is where most of our stuff is stored. Are there any others? Anyways, you can uh, you can rate us. You can give us a review, and we appreciate that. Right now, Los... Oh, awesome! What happened? Did we get, finally get like a yes. really poor rating? So, okay. Okay. Give it to me straight. We had all five stars going into this week. And we requested that somebody don't do that, please. No, we did, We just talked about that off air. We didn't actually request no, it. No, we so. did. You talked about it last time we came no, on. No, yeah. Someone gave us a one star, dog. Sweet. What awesome. does it say? It doesn't say anything. They didn't write anything. If you're going to write oh, something no, and give us a one it's star. It's not legit if you don't give us no, a legit rating for, see, man, this thing sucks. I think it is legit now. Like, if you go to Yelp for a restaurant and it has all five stars then and the service is great here. Yeah, it's bullshit. Yeah, but, you, can't, you can't trust. That. But now that we have one star, I think we're legit. I kind of agree with you. By the way, By may, the is this way. on your computer or oh, would this put the be computer mine? away? No, the reason I'm asking this is because we joked around about taking phone calls, but there is no way from this computer I'm staring at right now oh, to activate said phones. See if it's on your computer. Because we're, we're in Chuck's studio. We're, okay, so let's let's take a step <laughs> back here. For those of you who do or do not listen to the Chuck Oliver show. Chuck has taken one phone call in the history of the Chuck Oliver Show, which has now been rolling for like four or five years. Is there a mouse for this computer? Does Chuck use technology? I don't know what he does. There's the keyboard, and there's stuff laying all there's around no there. Mouse. Oh, there it is. There it is. See if you can activate the phones from there. Basically, all of our studios are set up for phone calls, but Chuck doesn't mess with that, so I don't know if we can even do it. Dude, his computer doesn't even turn on. You might have to like go underneath the desk and turn it on. He's one of the more amazing human beings at this. Like Matt will have his, his show prep. He'll have it laid out either in an email and then he prints it out when he gets here and he'll have his his notes. Buck hand writes all of his notes. John normally just brings like one little strip of, hey, I want this stat when I bring up something. Otherwise, it's all in his head. Chuck is just all in his head, dude. Like he just monologues for a good there's not even a power cord in this. That's wow. why it doesn't He doesn't use a computer. How does he How does he do a damn show without using a computer? I'm going to go look. I think I'm past the age like we all get to an age that you're not supposed to do things anymore. Like when I went skydiving, skydive Monroe, shout out. You've done that? Yeah. Uh That's very brave of which you. Which is no, I I was talking ballsy to a girl I was dating. And I was like, yeah, I could skydive. It'd be no big deal. Then for my birthday, she bought me a skydiving trip for both of us. And Ooh, I was like, bad call. Shit. Well, now we have to do this. And I'm afraid of heights. Which, by the way, I wasn't afraid until the moment they opened the door on the airplane when you're at like 8,000 feet. And I'm like, doors on airplanes are not supposed to open. What are we doing right now? Is but, this the moment you realize that you're about to jump out of a perfectly good airplane? Yeah. But my point is, there are things they tell you, you know, if you've got a family, if you've got children, you probably shouldn't skydive. You should do it before then. There are so many drugs that I've wanted to take, but now I have a family and I'm past that. Like, I never got a chance to do cocaine. Yeah, your shroom days are over with. All, no, but I've done shrooms. Like, yeah, right. I always wanted to do cocaine, never did cocaine. There's a part of me that wants to do heroin just because... It obviously looks so addictive, like you lose your teeth, you be, you like age a hundred years in a year. You have an addictive personality, this would not end well for you. No, but I just want to try it, just like a quick sample, just to see what it's like, and then I'll quit. What's so, 
so it's fascinating and for me. What's so fascinating is that you've actually reached the point now as we come up on Valentine's Day, you're starting to think about all the things that you should have done. And it revolves around drugs and jumping out of planes and things like that. Like, now that you have two boys... Yeah, yeah no, my no, life no, is no, coming no. to an end at this point. It's It just changes. So until they go to college, like, I don't think I can try cocaine again. Let's talk about something that is changing. And we we touched and dabbled a little bit in the show about it. Lingerie talk. Yeah. Because there was a time... Because it's Valentine's Day tomorrow, if you're listening to this tonight on, on Thursday if night. If you listen Saturday, you'll maybe you're in the throes of passion. You've no. decided to put on your best sex tape, which is us. What's up, <laughs> missus? What's up, girl? Could you imagine? He's like, no. I gotta get her in the mood. Let me put on the, the Point and Lowe's Audio Fun Bag podcast. It's a panty dropper. You don't think anybody's gonna say that? Dude, there's no even phone system on this computer now that it's on. Well, I'm just going to have to punch people up then. All right. We're just going to have to do that. Okay. I, I went through all that work to turn it on to not find a phone system. Not one phone system in this building. That is totally cool in this uh, this particular studio. So lingerie talk. Lingerie talk. This has totally changed because there was a time where your lady and my lady dabbled in such things. It was cool for them to gift to gift themselves lingerie, for us to gift them lingerie. Well, I don't even think they gifted themselves lingerie. You, they just you had get, lingerie. Or you get the majority of it at, um, what are they, wedding showers? Yeah, all of course. wedding showers and your bridal showers and all that. The yeah, they're bringing nice stuff, you. yep. But now we're past that point because, A, wife doesn't look like she used to, so those don't fit anymore. Wow. What? Oh, come on. I'm glad on. she doesn't listen. Your wife. I think your wife your is Your wife great. doesn't look the same. I've seen your wife before. <laughs> and here, I saw here your you wife go. when she was like nine and a half months pregnant at my wedding. Oh, she was very pregnant. Okay. Very thank pregnant. You. That's my point. So back to lingerie. My wife wants me to buy her lingerie. She thinks this is 1950, 1960. I'm going to come home from work with a, a present wrapped under my arm. A big red bow. Smoke a cigarette as I'm patting the children on the head you inside pour, the house. You pour your bourbon as you bring her a present. And, and then I'll put it on the kitchen table and she'll sit there and open it up. And, ooh, I'll go put this on and have dinner ready by the time this is all done. It's not how that works. Yeah, that ain't how this works anymore. And so now... But she wants me to go out and buy it. And A, I'm very uncomfortable at all these stores for a couple reasons. Number one, everything looks good on these mannequins. Have you seen the mannequins they have now? Right. Like, they're really sexy mannequins. Like, I go in there, and I'm horny just by looking at the mannequins. You're just checking out the mannequins, and you're inserting your wife into said outfit. But it ain't the same way when it gets home. So then I thought maybe I just go online. I'll go on what is it, Victoria's Secrets or what did Chuck suggest? He Gandhi, said Fredericks of Hollywood. Fredericks of Hollywood, whatever it is. That's just a little bit more scandalous. Well, and I also see the models in there, and they don't look like my wife. Like when I get home, it's not quite the present that I expect. I guess you should say. Okay, let me see what I can find here on Fredericks of Hollywood. Is see, this is why we have computer. You do have a phone system up. You are so lucky. Okay, does your wife look like that? No. Um, so that's fine. No, no, no. It's, I'm not saying it's not fine, but when you're expecting what you're looking at on your computer and then you see something different. No, that's, that's fine. But the same thing goes for when she goes out and buys me like a neat jacket or a pair of pants. It's, I saw it looking like this. It's on you, which it's still nice. It just ain't like it was on the mannequin. And then we get to the final part. You know how they say, like, is it boats you're not supposed to buy because they depreciate so much over time? Right. They say that your favorite times to own a boat is when you buy it and when you sell it. I feel like that's the same way with lingerie. Like, the moment I buy it, I'm excited. She wears it once, and then it goes back in that drawer, and it never comes out again. Dude, there are things that are in my wife's. That's the the, the drawer from which nothing returns any longer. <laughs> and it's I can open it up tonight and just go, oh, I bought that and this, and... Yeah, she had that from this year, and I could probably date it and tell you what year it was, but I can also tell you that I haven't seen any of it in probably four or five years. And here's the thing about lingerie. It's like it's like QVC shopping. It's, it's like doing an infomercial shopping. Like, you're so excited when you see it originally, and then you buy it, and then after one time of wearing it, it's like, okay, well, now I'm going to take it off you. What the hell was the point in having it at all? I, I don't know it's so if they, I even want to do Like, what the hell is the point of that? And that her is, boobs are just hanging out. Yes, there's nothing th- in there. There's no cover for her breasts. It is the Delta Gia Open Cup Teddy. Open Cup Teddy. This is not, as much as we say, oh, this is for us, 
they feel sexy in it too, and that's why your wife wants you to buy it because she wants something that she not only feels sexy in, but that you also think is sexy on her. But I want you to look at what was it? What, what was this outfit? The Gia Teddy. This is the Gia Open Cup Teddy. And so there, there is nothing covering the boobs. The boobs are just hanging out, which looks great in that picture. Right. But my wife gets in that, and she's, she's got she, runny eggs coming down the open boob part. She's had two kids. It's different. I yes. get that. But do you think? Do you think uh, Jessica Lace? What is it? A chemis? Chemise? I don't know what that is. <laughs> Do you think that woman has had a kid slide out between her legs? No. No. Okay. It's but it's different. You have to have a different view of, of what this is going to be. Oh, look. Here we go. I think I need to just buy Lisa a robe. I think that would be more practical. I kind of am curious what the plus size actually just is. Just a soft robe. Just a very soft robe. Look. See, these women are much more real. Like, see, those are plus size. Yeah, they consider her plus size. Oh, like, that's ridiculous. Like, she looks great. <laughs> then this my is wife's the... obese if that's plus size. <laughs> yeah, I see. There's a big difference in the... Look at the stomach on the plus size model. That is not plus size. No, it's not plus size. But... <sighs> see, that's, that's... As I'm looking through this entire catalog online and going, that's hot, that's would, hot, Would that's you hot. ever wear male lingerie? What is male lingerie outside of just like... Bikini panties sort of thing. Yeah, would you ever wear bikini panties? Would you ever wear a thong if it turned on your wife? I don't I like, don't think I could wear a thong. It wouldn't be comfortable, but I do own the... But I don't think anything the girls are wearing are comfortable either. No, but I think I, they're I, doing it for us. But I will tell you, and, and this, is, this is going to reveal so much. So every now and then I have my mom or my mother-in-law in town. And How did you work your mom and your mother-in-law into lingerie talk? Because my mom, as a courtesy to us, will do my wife's and my laundry like she'll go and grab it and she'll put everything in the washer dryer and and we'll get home and all of our laundry will be folded up and she's just looking for stuff to do to be helpful around the house I, and would greatly appreciate that the problem is is that there are some of my underwear that she puts in my wife's pile because they are the <laughs> bikini men underwear they don't have the hole in the front that tells you them's dudes underwears so what, are they did, silk? No, they're hey, they're, they're regular cotton Hanes underwear, like but, boy shorts. But they're kind. No, they look like like guy panties. And I bought them because I was looking for something that I could just sleep in that would be comfortable. I like I'm, picturing your left cheek and your right cheek just hanging out just enough out of the bottom of them. Uh, let's see. No, no, I, it, they fit quite. In fact, I might just wear them up here tomorrow and just. Just walk around in my drawers and see what everybody thinks. Yeah, that'd be cool. This is hard to actually find without there Going. being a whole lot of weird pictures of dudes in their, their Remember, panty underwear. Chuck doesn't use the computer. It's fine. He won't go through the history. Uh, let's see. It would be kind of like that, but see how it has a, what the a, a hell hole? Is see, that? see how it has that? Yeah, on the okay, side. Okay, it doesn't have either one. It, it is a one piece of cloth around you entirely. Because, you know, men's underwear normally has the flap. There's always a flap in the front. It has no flap. So my mom, when she washes my clothes, <laughs> sticks it in my wife's pile because it does not have the flap indicator that these are, are, are women's or dudes' underwear. Dude panties. See, that has a flap on it as I'm looking at all these dude panties. But th <laughs> mine don't. Mine don't have the, the signature flap. So, yeah, if, uh, if my wife said... Hey, those really turned me on. Yeah, I'd wear them and I'd go to bed in them. You, oh, I found them. I found them. That's what they look like right there. Dude, that's too high cut. Yeah, it is. Isn't well, it? That is a super high cut. Isn't it? That's that's the pair. What does it look like? How high on your legs do you shave then? Oh no, no. This this is this is full grown <laughs> manhood. Like this shows this shows all the stuff going on down there. You can even see the little gap between his thighs. Describe it for the audience. They can't see the picture. Oh, yeah. Sorry. So it's a low-cut brief. So if you go past your belly button to where your happy trail starts, go about four inches past that. Yep. And it's a low-cut. But here's the thing. It goes really high on the thigh. If you imagine from Christmas Vacation where he's like, can't even see the line, can you, Russ? It's like that. It's that high up. For a dude. For a dude. Yeah. You enjoy that, huh? It's comfortable. Does it do anything for Allie? No. So it's all for you? At this point, I think so. If she was to tell me she was into it, and in fact... Um, do you well, buy your wife lingerie, by the way? You haven't I've answered done this it. question. No, yeah, I've, I've done it in the past, but it's never successful. It's, it's the sort of thing that she'll wear a couple times, and then that's over with. She has she has her, these are, these are my sexy pieces of lingerie, and I don't sleep in them. These are my comfy pairs of lingerie, and... 
Like a teddy? What's a yeah, comfy lingerie? Yeah, like, like a teddy. Now, here's the deal, though. Sometimes you might go, hey, that's kind of hot. Other times you're like, eh. Regardless, she's comfy, so she's going to wear it. But these days, she pretty much sleeps in yoga pants and t-shirts. That's that's the, the kind of the going rate here. Here's the other thing I don't understand well, about lingerie. I sleep lingerie. in that. I sleep in that freaking... That is a dong thong for you right there. The fact that you're not producing more children right now is amazing. Well, guess what? Because I, I, I would I got bang that you. I would bang you if you wore those. I'm going to I'm going to bring them into work. We all have as guys, I think we all have kind of fantasies, sexual fantasies at, at some point or the other, whether it's the Britney Spears schoolgirl thing or whatever. But you don't know that line to cross. Does that make sense? Like if I bought Lisa something that's a costume, have I crossed a line now? Is she judging me? Or are we are we past a point that her sexploitive exploitation is not going to go any further? No. Does that I, make I, I sense? I think that we're always in this balancing act. If all of a sudden I show up with a furry costume, have I crossed a line? Yeah, it depends what your wife and you are into for, Hall- for Halloween and Valentine's. <laughs> Here, I've dressed up as a Hamburglar. I'm going to steal your virginity. Uh, yeah, no, it's totally different from that standpoint. If, if As we get older, as like I'm now into... Uh, let's see, year 14 of marriage. Yeah, you're in like your that, mid-40s. Like, that's, no, no, I'm not. I just turned 40. <laughs> but I've been married since I was 26. And so we are talking about a, a relationship that has evolved from, man, this is going to be one sexy night. We're going to do this. And, but now it turns into, okay, when can we sneak away? And, do, and when you're having to sneak away, like the snow day, the snow day was perfect. Our kids went outside and it turned into, hey, you think they're going to be out there for a little while? Okay, that is having to sneak up on sex. By the way, you have a phone call. You need to punch oh. that bad boy up. Oh, you know who this is? Uh, yeah, I know who this is. I just told him to, uh, told her to call in. Hello, caller. Who is this? This is Stephanie. What are you wearing? Well, let me tell you. I'm wearing... <laughs> Actually, I'm wearing a hoodie because it's so cold outside, and I'm wearing some workout pants because I just got off work. Well, awesome. And we work out at work. It's always good to have you on, Stephanie, and we were hoping that we were, because we're doing a little bit of Valentine's Talk Ladies Night for the Audio Fun Bag podcast, so say hi to the podcast audience. Hi, podcast audience. All right, see, there we go. So so, so what we have to know is this. So hot. We, we were talking about how as we are adults, parents, Valentine's doesn't have the same sort of appeal, but you try to figure something out. What do you have going on for Valentine's Day that you would say, okay, that's that's what that's what your plans are for Valentine's? I really hope, since I have to be at work really early tomorrow, when, when school is out, school is out for us tomorrow. When right. school is out, my work day is longer because we run camp. So I have to leave my house super early. I'm hoping when I get home, there's going to be a nice fire going. Fire. And... I'm just going to throw in some fuzzy socks, sit by the fire, and everybody's going to leave me alone. See? This is what I'm telling you. Hoy, I, okay, Stephanie, I brought this up. I just want to get a margarita, and maybe the kids go to bed a little early. Like, that yes. would be an awesome Valentine's Day for me. Yes, or even, I, I have boys who are 12 and 15, so I don't have them for much longer, and... They're boys who actually like their mom, so that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll watch a show. We've watched all The Mandalorian. Maybe we'll watch a show together for an hour, then they can go off, do their thing, play their Fortnite, play their Minecraft, and then everybody leave me alone. See, if I tried to pull that, though, I'm getting crapped on. You didn't plan anything. All you did was build a fire, and you put me in socks, and you took the kids. Like, like Lisa just wants the. She's still in the idea of well, we got to go to a nice restaurant and we got to do this and we got to we got to fake a conversation for ninety minutes. And I'm like, I just want to go bowling. It's all it's all about choices. It's all choices. Do you have any advice for Hoyt or any just life suggestions you'd like to make to him? Because as many times as we've had you call into the radio station, you've never been able to really direct anything at your accuser. And here's your opportunity. Maybe too late for him. Maybe a lost <laughs> cause. Not sure. There are some good therapists out there. See, Hoyt, there's always hope. She's so mean to me. I know, but you kind of deserve it. Thank oh, you for calling Hoyt, us, Stephanie. I'm sorry. Thank you for You're calling welcome. us. Happy Valentine's, All right, happy Valentine's Day, Day. See ya. She's so much fun. She came and met us when we were over at Black Diamond Grill. So we finally had the, you know, 
name and face and voice and everything tied together. And her first thing she told me after introducing herself was, where's Hoyt? I will throat punch him. So, yeah, you've got a good relationship to go in there. Kind of into that. Yeah, that's kind of how that goes. All right, ladies' night continues. So do your calls, maybe. We'll see what happens. What is the number? Uh, 404-424-9119. Doesn't do me much good to really say that during <laughs> a podcast, does it? If you're the podcast, Good call luck in. to you. Yeah, just start. I tell you what. You may call four, in the Chuck show. 404-424-9119. Eventually, Chuck might take your phone call during the regional. This is the Audio Fun Bag. It's now time for a classic Audio Fun Bag moment. Brought to you by Brian Hoyt and Carlos Medina. Aren't you going through a divorce or something? You told me to bring it up. I love how everybody on Twitter now hits up Hoyt9 and lets us know certain things. This is one of those scenarios where the front row was out on location. I guess they had something where the audio messed up. Stake actually thought that they were no longer connected to the station. The stuff that resonated for me from Caitlyn Jenner was, and I don't have any problem believing, that anybody thinking about transgender, any kid that's going through that, um, down, we're down. We're down. Anybody who's going through that. Um, and then they're back. That's why you never tell the he talent. He thought that he had lost the connection, and right. then someone looked at him and said, no, we're still up. Who told down. them they lost down. <laughs> Who told them that? I don't know. Just keep going. Then he starts snapping his finger. Can I hear that again? Because he's snapping his finger at the onside engineer. <laughs> the stuff that resonated for me from Caitlyn Jenner was, and I don't have any problem believing, that anybody thinking about transgender, any kid that's going through that, um, down. We're down. We're down. Anybody who's going through that, um, see, that's snapping at the engineer is going to make him get the broadcast back up quicker. He shouldn't We're have down. done that, but we shouldn't be playing it. I chose food over my wife last night. Welcome back. It's uh, Chapter 9 of the Audio Fun Bag Podcast with uh, Lois and Hoyt. Hope you're uh, enjoying our Valentine's Day edition of Lady Talk and stuff like that. So your wife gave you, what is it, like an ultimatum or was it a, hey, do you want to get dinner or do you want to get after it? No, they went, they got after it last night. They went out like seven, went uh, to some nice restaurant. Wait, do you mean like the family or no, like the, the ladies? ladies. The okay. ladies of the neighborhood, the ladies of the street and they had drinks and everything else. She gets home at 10, 15 and I've put the kids down and everything else. Oh, well, this is prime time then. Well, the problem is she didn't leave me dinner. So I ordered DoorDash. And I got Chili's bringing food. And you know, on the DoorDash app, like you're looking at the app, you're like, all right, he's at Chili's right now. He's driving down 575. Yep, you're timing it out. Pulling into my neighborhood. This is good time. She comes across, running across upstairs, and she goes, hey. I go, hey. She goes, I don't have any clothes on. <laughs> and I look up, and she doesn't have any clothes on. And I was like, well, my food's going to be here in three, <laughs> three minutes. <laughs> so I wait on DoorDash to come. Quickly grab DoorDash. I'm like, all right, my food will still be hot. I put my food down. I run upstairs. No, she's already got a 6 8 of the fan t-shirt on her underwear, and she's already in bed watching well, well, Netflix. That's over at that point. So I chose food. But here, what was I going to do? Like, yeah. start the fire upstairs, quickly run down, grab my food, and run back? Because, by the way, the boys have been asleep for an hour now. You ain't ringing the damn doorbell because I'm not going through that whole fiasco. I will tell you this. What was I supposed to do? I don't have a lot of anxiety in my life. Like, I, I feel like when I show up to work, I'm pretty much 100% ready to go. But the reason why that is is because at night, I, I send you my stuff. I put together my stuff the night before, spend a couple hours reading, going through things, what's going to work on the show, what's not. The problem is, is let's say we do have an opportunity after we put the kids down and my wife's thinking to herself, now it's it's business time. I wouldn't enjoy it as much knowing that I then have to do this work. And so, and also, I don't think it comes across as really sexy cool when I do, hey, as soon as I finish doing my thing on you, now I got to run down to the basement to start working on Buck. Okay, that's, that's just weird. And so I'm, I'm, I'm constantly in this weird balancing act of, can we get this in? <laughs> Should we do this? I got some work to do. And not until Friday night do I finally relax? Because this is what happens Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday. It goes through the entirety of the week until we're done with shows. And so, yeah, like anybody ever ask you, like, are you nervous going on the air? I'm like, I'm never nervous. I'm nervous when I get home and I go, what are we doing tomorrow? And and so that nervousness also affects whether or not I'm looking to, uh, you know, take some drawers off. Did you ever work mornings? Yes. Um, I would do it during the summer when we would sub in at the ticket. 
So whenever Big Strong Jeremy was out, I was one of the fill-in board ops. It's misery. It's pure misery. I, and then I would sub in a few times doing on a, a, a Mayhem in the AM on I, 790. I get so jealous of Nerney, and I tell him this. Every Friday at noon, Oh yeah. when he's starting his weekend and I'm just starting my work day, I'm like, I am so jealous of you. And then I go back to a time and I think... I used to hate Sundays because, like, by Sunday at noon, roughly, you need to be start prepping for Monday's show. And so you're no longer enjoying your weekend. So that's what I hated about prepping on Sundays for a morning show. It was always right around 4 o'clock on a Sunday. You knew, I better start working and getting ready. Especially if you wanted to, if you watched the 1 o'clock football games... Yeah, I watched the Falcons game. Now I got to take a bunch of these notes. Now I got to get all this stuff ready. The four o'clock games would start, and I just wouldn't enjoy them quite as much. And so it, it applies to the same concept. And I then get Sunday home. night football happens. By the way, you don't even watch the second half because no. you're like, I got to wake up so damn early. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's really hard when you do mornings, and that's another thing that'll mess with your uh, your adult Valentining life. You don't get to do that sort of stuff. But I'm glad. But you get to have afternoon sex. Yeah, that's kind of cool. If like your lady don't work, that's like the white whale. Because that's different for Nerney. His wife is at work, so he just goes home and has afternoon self-sex. That's all he can do until she's she's home. So I don't know if you envy that as much as you think you would. Or maybe, or, maybe, or maybe you would. I don't know. It's it's up to you. You get to control it. Yeah, I guess you're right from that standpoint. So ladies' night was all of... We got Stephanie. She's the one who joined us in our segment. And we, we did tell people, and I tweeted it out, if you want love or Valentine's advice, we'll take it tonight. We'll take a phone call or two. You want me to put the number out again? I don't know. I did it. We'll see what happens from there. Do you have anything else random? Because you know what we're going to do tonight that we're going to revisit in the third segment? Give me the number real quick. Uh, the number is 404-424-9119. We're going to revisit a bit that we got to do twice and two times only, and then it went away forever. Oh. Do you know what bit I am talking about? And the oh, first time we did it was boy. probably six or seven years ago. Then it has to do with the morning show. It has to do with a particular person. Uh, and it was because we were amazed by his pregnant pauses. And Oh, Steak Family Feud! We're going to do the very first edition we ever did of Steak Family Feud, which... It was such a good... It was, such it was a, a good, good idea. It was a good idea. It was a good bit. But in all honesty... Steak should have been probably upset about it listening back on it. Do you do you remember <laughs> this actually came from a listener at the time? It yes. was an idea pitched by a listener through that we should give away something based off of trying to figure out what direction the show was going. Well, because when we were doing when we were doing audio fun bags, we were having we would always have a mini stroke, a steak mini stroke, a we, steak mini stroke. This is how the audio fun bag always came together. We'd find something funny from steak. We'd find we the gold was always Buck and Chuck. Like yes. We haven't gotten even to that of reviewing all of those things, but it was always those three we would go to. You would always end the audio fun bag with those, yes. Yeah, so that was always the formula for how we would do things from that standpoint. So we're going to do Steak Family Feud tonight and, and let everybody hear the first time we ever tried it. You want to you punch that person up? Hello, hello, caller. Um, are you looking for Valentine's Day love and stuff advice? Yes. What's your name? Bill. Bill, are you with woman? No. Bill, do you have a woman in mind for tomorrow? No. Bill, are you with man? No. You have to ask those questions. Yeah, we just have to be clear from that standpoint. Well, say hey to Hoyt, and what's your question, or what can we help you with? No. Well, we'll see you later. I was really hoping he had a lot more <laughs> than just no's, <laughs> but I kind of actually enjoyed them. I was no. wondering where we were going with that. No. I'm sorry. I just put no. out call this number right now. I didn't actually put any reason to oh, do that's it. That's not helpful. <laughs> You're an idiot. I actually tweeted out about we would give love and Valentine's Day advice. And so I was fully expecting No, no, Bill. no. My, my callers are not prepared. This is why we screen callers in the back room <laughs> yes, this before is, you ever put them on. If you make it on the air anytime between noon and 7, now I'm a little bit more lenient from noon to 3, although you know this. There are people that I will not put on because I realize, sir, you're either too loaded up from the night before or your point is so bad that the guys are going to attack you and so is a listening audience. So I will I will leave you from from taking that beating. There's Danny. There's who is the old guy that starts with an E? It's not Emmett. It's uh 
You've got one. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's got. He he's always got comes on points. and he's like, Buck, I well, remember you. He starts with that effing preamble <laughs> that I can't freaking stand. In 1980. And, and this is not to say that I don't enjoy him as a caller or as a listener because the, the thing is, as long as you exclude the preamble, the point's pretty good. The point is strong. Huge Georgia fan. But it always starts with, Buck. I saw you fling that football in 1980 and just the stuff you were able to get done and I thought it was so important. I'm like, the first 30 seconds are basically, let me give Buck the handy. And I don't want to get, I'm like, just can you move on to your point, please? Well, because the first thing we teach our interns when they answer the phones, you say, no haze or hellos, turn just your radio to your off, point. get to the point. Get to the point. And then I hear this guy come on every time you screen him. I'm like, "Lo, so you're not giving him the treatment? No. We, Are you not I, telling him what, I have. what not to do? The problem is in major market radio, so much of what happens is the speed. The speed at which that we are moving, it, it's a factor. When you work in a smaller market, then you can take your time with your callers. And, and there's not as many, and it's a running dialogue. Here, you have to move faster. And so I always tell you, get to your point, because I want to get in as many people as we can on a particular topic. Are you going to take that call? I'm a little bit concerned about (laughs) what are we going to have here. I know. Let's see. Hello, caller. You're on the Audio Fun Bag podcast. What can we help you with? Hey, Liz. Um, Let's talk more about golf on uh, check and turn off. Golf talk, huh? Yeah. A tiger started with an eagle today. Ended up a uh, minus two. Gave gave everything back. I I saw that first first time since 2012, huh? You started off a tournament with an eagle? What's your, yeah, what, what's, your, mean, what's your name, by the way? I'm Nick. Oh, Nick. We appreciate you calling. Is there anything you want to ask Hoyt or any suggestions you have for him? Hoyt, as a Florida fan, can I get to a game with you sometime? Yes, but it can't be the Georgia-Florida game. How about that? I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I think that you've always wanted to go to the swamps. I did, how did you know I that? I listened to the show, dumbass. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know I had said that on the show. All right, fine. To the show, you dumbass. set up the swamp. I'll buy the tickets. I'll hook up the tickets. I would love to go to the swamp. There's nothing okay. better than going into somebody else's place. I will cheer for the other team. I don't care who it is. I'll cheer for Bama. I'll cheer for LSU. I'll cheer for Tennessee. I don't care. Oh, but you will have fun with Hoyt. Absolutely. Like that is kind I of the idea. I would do that in a heartbeat. You hit us up on Twitter. I will do that with you. Okay, we'll, right. we'll make it happen. Thank, right. Thanks, Nick. Go See you, dogs. man. See, it's it's interesting that he brings up the golf point. Callers do suck. No, he, you want to? You want me to point out what the reason why we don't? First off, Matt and Chuck don't play any golf. You and I are the guys that that, that play golf on the show. Sure. Like, and we have our turn. By the way, the Lowson Hoyt Invitational is back. What are we in May? Yeah, the third annual. Yeah, so we'll be giving that away. The Colby Cup will go to somebody else again. The third annual tournament. So. Just be on the lookout. You get a chance to win a golf weekend with us over at Linear Islands, and it's it's just a great course, and it's a great time of year. It's perfect out there during it's that time. It's not about the golf. It really is about the partying is what it comes <laughs> down to. <laughs> I think last year two dudes were just falling out in no, the tram back to the hotel. It was the – oh. And then golf happened the next morning, and it was your guy that you were sitting there playing the front nine with, and he threw, threw up. up. He threw up. He threw up three times on the first hole, and I was like – Poor Lowe's. Yeah, we were we had a rough one that one. That was a that was a tough round. But yeah, we'll be doing it again. The reason why we don't talk a ton of golf is because the guys just don't follow golf. You and I follow golf a lot more. We're there for the majors and we we follow along with the tournament. We're we go and we pick Brian Catrick's brain about what's going on on the tour. But realistically, we have to talk about things that the audience is interested in, predominant amount of the audience, and what the guys are interested in. And so that's that's where we're a little bit limited from that standpoint. The guys, they're in for majors, but they're not regular golf fans because they don't play golf regularly. Well, and ultimately, like uh, we get it all the time, too. Talk more United, talk more soccer, talk more MLS. You and I go to matches. We watch that, but the guys are... are they're in for like playoffs. They'll pay attention to that stuff, but I don't think Chuck's ever been to a match. No. It makes it hard. And would you want... and. Maybe you don't this, want you don't want us to be fake from that standpoint. That's what I was about to say. Do you want people that that don't follow it talking about it just because quote they have to? Because I I hate that about radio. I hate the fake part of it. I don't want anyone talking about stuff that they don't have any kind of vested interest in or that I I don't I don't want the bandwagon person. Mm-hmm. If you're into something, then be into it. When you, we have guys come into the market and they talk about let's say Georgia. And a lot of it is us we? and we and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, man, we're worried. 
you weren't in that stadium. I still remember that game against Auburn where I have never been in a place that was so loud to then have a bomb down the field and the place go as quiet as, as it did. Where were you for the blackout game against Auburn? Where were you for the ass-beating that Alabama handed out when Georgia fell? They were number 3 in the country, and we're going to show Alabama, and Alabama crushed them in the first half. Those are the sort of things that, if you weren't there for that, you can't come into the marketplace from wherever and say, us and we, just so you can try and align yourself with fans. I think it comes across as fake. I don't agree with it. I still remember, was it, I want to say Thomas Flowers? Thomas Flowers, maybe? Was he a DB? Yeah, he was a defensive back for this team. Flowers. Okay. Returns a pick six, goes right into my arms, literally right into my arms, and walking out of Neyland that day and singing, it's great to be a Georgia Bulldog with 100,000 people wearing orange and white was one of the greatest. Knowing every single one of them wanted to kick the living shit out of me that day and knowing they couldn't because they were so depressed. Like, the game in 2008... The blackout game against Alabama. I can't imagine what it felt like to be a Bama fan and come in there to the. I think we were number two at the time. I think we had dropped in the rankings. We might we, even no, been number fell, three. You, you fell to three. You yeah. went from one to three. South. Uh, it was Southern Cal that passed, yep. and, and one other team. But to have just to be swinging, walking out of that place, knowing we just beat the number three team in your house the way we did. There's no better feeling than doing that to somebody. That's what I love going into somebody else's house. My Neyland experience was decidedly different. That was the we're going to play for Coach Fulmer game. And they just whooped Georgia. They they were we're gonna show you the all the rumors about Coach Fulmer. That we're we're gonna show you we're gonna beat you. And they did. They they just whooped them that day. It was a it was a pretty big beating. And then the only other stadium that I walked out of where I just went like hat in hand was Baton Rouge. When the trip that we went, where I just went, yeah, yeah this ain't different. going well today. In fact, my favorite memory of that entire deal was having a Georgia fan yell at an LSU fan driving past him. The LSU fan j- looks up and starts like yelling at him. He sees me and starts yelling at me, and I go, "Dude, what's the matter?" And he goes, "Well, that guy went. He was being an a hole." I was like, "Well, I'm sorry." I extend my hand. I go, "Man, y'all y'all played a great game today. You know, y'all y'all kicked the hell out of us." And he immediately lightened up and was like, "He's like, oh man, well I appreciate that." I go, "Is anybody else giving you a hard time in Georgia?" He's like, "No." I was like, "All right, well that's cool. Hey, where's the restroom? Hey man, it's right around the corner." He told me where the restroom was. That is. Every fan, most of the point, if, if, as long as you 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 can cheer, just don't be a dick to other people. I hate people like you that disarm me like that. Hey, man, good luck today. No, we're supposed to hate each other. Was the best feeling. Not Okay, you didn't have the same experience I did. Walking out of the Rose Bowl, I was shaking hands and like half-hugging with, with Oklahoma fans because we realized we had just seen something that we'll never see again in the rest of our lives. And somebody had to win and somebody had to lose. But I felt like I saw one of the greatest college football games in the history of college football, and certainly the greatest Rose Bowl that there's ever been. No, that's cool. You could say one of the greatest national championships there ever been was second and twenty six. Yeah, no, and I didn't a, walk out of there thinking, "Well, that was the best game that's ever been played listen, in the Mercedes Benz Dome there's Stadium." A, there's an opposite end of that pancake. That's how that goes. I hated that day. All right, coming up next, Family Feud. It's now time for a classic audio fun bag moment. Brought to you by Brian Hoyt and Carlos Medina. Looks like the sun is coming up, Chuck. Shades on in Dark Club. All right, one Nick Cellini. He shows back up in the oh, audio no. fun bag. This was a moment, we and we've all had this happen to us. You know, we've had a little bit, been fortunate enough to have some longer careers. Nick forgets where he's working. Speaking of training camp, Falcons open up training camp on Friday. We're going to be out there broadcasting live from Flowery Branch, and I do know this. I'm going to be out there all day long. I'm also going to be sitting in with Buck Baloo later in the day. So all of your coverage right here on 7. Oh! On uh, 680 The Fan. Oh! oh. oh now, all right, let me defend Vince here for a minute. Boo, Vince. When I came over here, and, you know, I had worked at 790 for like a decade. And when you're just used to it, it gets in your mind, you start, you know, it's 790. So, yeah. So it stayed that way for me, and it was I was it was my biggest fear that, like, first, you know, a few weeks on the job, I was going to say 790 The Zone. And for Nick, it obviously, it, you know, he, he's not a professional. So he c- continues to say it now that he's been working with us for several yeah. months. Well, it's not like we've had anybody else who's ever done that. All right, 11.36 of time on uh, 7 Night of the Zone. Oh! Uh-oh. How about he went through the whole thing? He didn't even <laughs> stop at 7 or 7 9. He went through the whole thing. Oh, I'm sorry. Toronto's Blue Jay. This is a TMZ report. All right, final segment of the Audio Fun Bag, Chapter 9, the Valentine's Day <laughs> lovemaking edition. Hopefully you're making sweet love to your man or lady out there. 
or both because I don't care. You can do whatever you want to do. Just be decent to people. Make people happy. TMZ reporting Blue Jays Reese McGuire allegedly masturbated and parked car before arrest. Well, that'll take the edge off. <laughs> so, <laughs> I love the fact that that's an actual news story out there. And it's not like TMZ is getting a lot of things wrong in the sports world these days. So I guess it happened. Or at least the incident that got him arrested happened. You, there's so many places you can go, though. Like, find a restroom. Dude. Find a porta potty. Some people need their kicks a certain way, and obviously he wanted an element of danger. That's just how it is. Sorry, Speaking, that just came across my timeline. I see that. Speaking of danger, so we had the idea from a caller who joked around with us about creating a game that we did a, a cool giveaway with that would be like the family feud, but it was trying to figure out what the next thing Steak was going to bring up. And at that time, Steak was, he went on this string for like a week or two where he had multiple moments that we started collecting where he would just lose his train of thought. And nobody on that show would jump in and help him and just try and guess the direction he was going. They didn't know what to do. Well, because you don't... I know Matt... I think Matt in this clip will talk about, too. Does someone want to jump in? Does someone want to help him? But you want to at least let let your partner kind of reel it back in first. Right. Like, let him grab, gather their train of thought and, okay, here I am. It's okay. The last thing you want to do is start guessing random things, hoping you're getting it right. Like, we joke around. We call it a Buck reboot. That's not Buck rebooting. He's he, Buck has extensive notes. If you could see his notes, you'd realize, okay, he's really prepped up for this show. But Buck will move from one part of his page to another of what he's going to and so it's not that he's lost his train of thought. He's just looking for that note that he looked up and researched. Well, those are those times you don't want to jump in. You just want to let Buck move on to his next note. And so yep. we all sit back. Um, I, I think that there's an element of that where you want to you don't want to jump on whatever Steak's doing. You kind of want to let him finish he, up the thought. He's teasing here. Let's let him roll it out. Like I'm not going to jump on his tease. I don't want to change his tease in any way. And it instead sounds like a. What does Sandy call it? A mini stroke? She called it a mini stroke, which was one of the funnier <laughs> things that she's come up with when she was like, oh, look, Steak had a mini stroke. I'm like, that's not nice, but it's funny. <laughs> All right, let's get to it. Steak Family Feud. Welcome to Steak's Family Feud. This is, this is a disaster. I'll say. Where you try to fill in Steak's sentences. Are you going through a divorce or something? It'll be a, a, a very, uh, What? Now, let me say that Lowe's presented this to me, and I'm, I'm on the fence on this, but I trust him enough that I'm going to go through with this. Uh, explain what we're going to do here, Lowe's. All right, so this game is going to work just like Family Feud in that you're going to hear a piece of audio, and some of you've heard in the past, and you have to either remember that piece of audio and tell us about what direction one Steak Shapiro was going. We can have him join us right now if that'll work for you. So Matt. wait a minute. So you have to finish his his thought or his sentence? Exactly. Okay, if you do that, I've got College Football Hall of Fame tickets. We'll do it like Family Feud style. You'll give an answer. We'll look up at the board and see if it comes up. All right, let's bring in Steven in Atlanta. Steven, you want to play Steaks Family Feud? Yeah, it sounds like an awesome game. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say I'm glad you had a sense of humor. That's what I like about it. All right, so... Right, uh, no, this is... This is <laughs> This is the way I want to spend the start of my holiday weekend. <laughs> I'm sensing some sarcasm and pushback. Oh, no, I mean. All right. Let's play the clip, Steak. Don't be so quick to dismiss this idea. I'm going to play the clip for you, and you tell me what Steak was thinking, what he was going to finish here. Play the clip. Dan Quinn can only interview somewhere where he already has. And here, by the in way, Atlanta. Yeah, and the other, the other jobs are already taken. So Dan Quinn will have a very brief. Uh, it'll be a, a very un. Uh, <laughs> What? It, it will be not a, a, a big. Uh... All right. So, Steak, what was Steak thinking, or what was he going to say? Finish Steak's thought. I have no idea what I was. Thinking. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. Is that, uh, same, is that all in the same dissertation? Apparently, yeah. Yeah. I'd like to thank your co-host for bailing you out there too. Yeah. Well. Listen, there's only so much those two are capable of, I know. Um, so, I, 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 two, I don't even know what interview that was. I can barely get through the day. I don't remember what happened uh, however many weeks ago. So, so is that, is that your answer? Go to the board? I've got college football tickets for you. Mm. No, no, we got no answer. All right, do we have the uh, finish, list? Yeah, let's finish up the audio. All right. It, it will be not a, a, a big uh, distraction, is what I was trying to say. Ah. 
Distraction. We were looking for distraction. Oh, God. Okay. Jeez. Yeah. We were looking for distraction. Steak, thanks for playing. We have some, we have some party gifts for you. That's it? That, that, what else did you want? Oh, I thought we had a couple of rounds or something. Well, no. You were the first contestant. We're going to welcome in the listeners and see if they can do better. Oh, I just like to be on on the afternoon. Get some afternoon drive, love. Okay, bye. See you, buddy. Happy you, July Fourth weekend. You get a copy of our home game. All right, Los. Who do we have? All right, let's go to Jim. Jim, you're on six eighty. The fan. All right, Jim. So you heard the way this is going to work. You have to finish Stakes' thought. Finish his sentence. Take a listen to the clip. He obviously, uh, you know, basically, uh, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> All right, Jim, what was... Are we done with the clip? What is the word he was looking for? What's the word Steak was looking for there, Jim? Meatball sub. Meatball sub. Show me meatball sub. Oh, let's take a listen and see what Steak was actually going to finish with. Basically, uh... Uh, you know... Uh... Help. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. Close, Jim. Thank you. Jim almost got himself some College Football Hall of Fame tickets, but it was not Meatball Sub. All right, Matt, let's go to Matt. You're on 680 The Fan. Hey, how's it going? Hi, Matt. So you understand the way this game's going to work? We're going to play the clip. You've got to finish Steak Sentence. Are you ready? Sounds good. Take a listen. Here in Atlanta, we're literally treading water. I mean, we're just basically trying to say, you know, uh, <laughs> we're, 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 um, we're going to make some un... un uh, All right, your guess, Matt. Matt, what was Steak yeah. going to say? Uh, we're going to make some waves. We're going to uh, make waves. Show me waves. Ooh. Good guess. It's a good guess. Let's take a listen to what it was. I mean, we're just basically trying to say uh, we're going to make some un, un, uh, uh, underwhelming. 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 Oh, okay. Okay. with the reception on that one. Very good. Very good. All right, who's next? All right, let's go to Andrew. Andrew, you're on 6 to the fan. Andrew, you're up. What's going on? All right, you, you understand what we're doing here. We're going to play you the state clip. You've got to finish his thought. Take a listen. I mean, that's what he's saying. We're, we're not a top arena in the country. It doesn't hold up. It's antiquated. It doesn't work. Now, I don't know if, again, the financial... No, the, the, the financial... Uh, you know, uh, you know. All right, so you got financial. Where was he going next? I don't know how much it was going to cost. Yeah, good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Right. Show me I don't know how much it's going to cost. Oh, it's a good guess, but let's take a listen to the actual answer. Where was State going? The, the, the financial, uh, you know, uh, you know, specifics. Specifics. Oh, specifics. Okay, okay. Well, I would have thought by now somebody would have gotten one of these. We played a clip of Colin Coward in our show earlier. Any chance Colin Coward plays this clip on his show tomorrow? I'm going to say no. Well, there you go. There's the, uh, there's the answer. All right, who's next, Los? All right, this is Kyle. This particular piece of audio is in reference to uh, Jaleel Okafor with the possibility of him being with the Lakers. All right, Kyle, take a listen. Try to finish stake sentence. So why are they passing on a guy, Okafor, that has phenomenal and, um, you know, uh, phenomenal what? What was he going for there? Finish his sentence. Length. Length. Show me oh, length. Yeah, okay. yeah. Good right. answer. Nice. Good, good job. Good job. Oh, that was a good guess, though. I like the family kind of supporting with the answer. Very good. What was Stake actually, what was he saying? So why are they passing on a guy, Okafor, that has phenomenal uh, array of moves. Array oh, of moves. Oh, an array of post moves. Oh. <laughs> All right. Do we, do we have anybody left? All right. We have two more. All we right, have quickly. David. David. Hi, David. You're on 680 The Fan. All right. Listen to Stake's sentence here because you're going to have to finish it. And it's awesome. 11 uh, golf courses. And I'm talking about some of the best courses in Atlanta. And I'm talking about being able to play it all year long for $199 and basically not have a golf, you know, uh, you know. All right. A golf what? What is to, what is he trying to say? A golf what? Don't know on that one. Well, oh, that was horrible. <laughs> Show me nothing. Mm. All right, what was Steak actually trying to say there? And I'm talking about being able to play it all year long for $199 and basically not have a golf, you know, 
uh, you know, expense is what I was trying to say. <laughs> oh, oh expense. expense. Okay. All right. Here's our last chance. I hope somebody, I have College Football Hall of Fame tickets I'm dying to give away, Lowe's. Who's last? You know, I, I tell you what. Play the audio, and we'll see. Maybe we can flip this around a little bit, and somebody will have a better guess. Let's start with the audio and, and go from there. All right, take and, a listen. And, uh, and really start to piece that team back together. The kid who was out uh, the entire season, the Kentucky kid, you know. Uh, the Kentucky kid. Uh, B.A., do you have a guess? The Kentucky kid. Uh, out the entire season. Out the entire year. And I'm going to say not I'm, available for the turn. No, no, I'm going to guess. He was thinking of Nerland's Noel. Good answer. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. nice, fantastic, great. Good answer. Show me Nerland's Noel. <clears throat> oh, <laughs> who was he actually talking about? The kid who was out uh, the entire season. The Kentucky kid. You know, uh, Demarco Cousins. <laughs> oh, Demarco Cousins. <laughs> oh. All right. Yeah, that's that's the kind of audio that will live on forever and never be played again. And we'll, we played two times, and that was it. It was never to be played again. But we've always got our memories. Kudos to the interns, by the way, for making that open. They they were really good. That group that we had that summer, they got what we were trying to do, and they played along with it. And so that was that was a good group. All right. So thanks for listening. Thanks so, to our callers. Our yeah. Call, yeah. Thanks a lot. It was like Stephanie and Ben, and then the dude that Nick. kept saying no. That guy was fun, too. Was he? Yeah, I don't know. Well, maybe we won't take calls anymore. Maybe we will. <laughs> we, just, we just tried to give it a try for the fun of it. It sucked. It sucked. I'm being honest. It sucked. It was terrible. But I'm not. This is why Chuck has his computer unplugged in the first place. Dude. I'm unplugging it. My caller was better than your Gone. callers. Well, yes, that is true. They were more organized and ready. I had more callers. I had three. You had one. That's right. It's the power your, of my Twitter. Your, your Twitter... Created activation that mine could not. They were thinking, I have to have a legitimate point. They're like, oh, Hoyt tweeted. Let's just call. <laughs> Hoyt tweeted to call, so I'm calling. All right, we'll talk to you all next week. See you. Bye.